It is the final Dynasty Time podcast of the 2022-23-ish season. I'm Scott. I'm here with Logan and Dan, our co-hosts. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey, great to be here, as always. Kind of melancholy for me. Last episode of the year, but we're actually doing it this year. Let's go. Yes. I mean, given how the... Given how the season ended here for me, it's not the most uh, you rah rah sort of uh, podcast either. But you know, we power on. I don't yeah, think I any of us say, feel good. Between the three of us, I mean, yes, Logan has the worst story probably because he expected to win it all. But obviously, the season for me was probably the worst performance in my dynasty time history. And then you had Scott, who actually bought a few times at the deadline. And ended up not making the playoffs. I don't know. I could maybe make a case that Scott had the worst season of us all, but uh, that's well, all right. We'll we'll celebrate. We'll celebrate the 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 people who actually performed. Yeah, we don't need off. to. We don't need to rehash my terrible season. Um, but yeah, we had a great week seventeen, a weird one that ended, obviously with the. Uh, the awkwardness of how do you end a season when the games don't actually finish. Uh, but we did it. And 5A Bastards, Derek, took down our our friend, Bobby FC, a uh, friend of the pod, in a game 109.5 to 82.03. Wow, it's very specific. Uh, so kind of a blowout, mostly because Josh Allen didn't get to play, which was disappointing. But uh, what do you guys think? I mean, were we surprised that Derek was able to, able to pull this off? Mm, I feel like coming into the playoffs, we felt like his team looked really strong with the emergence of, well, not the emergence. Mahomes was awesome all year. Trevor Lawrence was really good for a stretch. And then Eckler was insane. So it felt like no one wanted to play him. And I forget, was he if we go back to the very first round, Logan, who did you pick again? It wasn't him. Misfits. I think you ruled him out almost immediately. Um, so I think we all kind of knew he would be, uh, he would be the, the one of the two or three teams to, to avoid. And then I would say conversely, Bobby FC with also two good quarterbacks, Josh Allen and Daniel Jones, who had been great over the, the last, you know, several weeks. Uh, I think that was the story here Four really good quarterbacks in the game. Yeah, I mean, I think going into the playoffs um, and, you know, obviously Derek, I'm sure, has his own views on his team and how he got there. But um, it was pretty clear that he was peaking at the right time. He was healthy. Um, Trevor Lawrence, who even though wasn't great in the championship game, was playing the best he's literally played in his entire career. Um, And he was certainly a favorite in my mind going into it. Yeah. I wanted nothing to do with him. Um, and so even though it ended up being a little touch and go there for a few minutes in the championship round, it felt like the best team won the championship this year. Maybe not the best team all year, but certainly the best team in the playoffs won. That's fair. And look at the playoffs, high scores, the first two weeks, and then, just a solid score in the championship game. That's all you got to do. Rolled through. Well, we did have a chance to catch up with Derek. And so let's go ahead and play that conversation right now. We're here with the 2022 Dynasty Time Champion, Derek 5A. Derek, 
welcome to the podcast. How you feeling? Thanks for having me. Feeling great. Good, good. Amazing uh, season. Yeah, congratulations on the championship in an uh, awkward way, but I think it's fair. Do you feel bad at all about how it ended, uh, or do you feel good? I don't know if I feel bad, but I feel a little weird, mm. you know. It just feels like there's a little bit of uncertainty still there. Should know, we? What, what might have happened, but should we put an asterisk next to your name? That's the real question. Do whatever you want. <laughs> That's fair. Um, going into your matchup with Bobby FC, how confident were you? Did you feel like you guys had it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was. I was pretty confident. I scored the most points in round one. Scored the most points in round two. My team was just rolling. And weird things started happening in that final, though. Like, I don't know. I, w- I was driving during those first games, and I was, you know, checking my phone. And the Jaguars—they beat the Texans thirty-one to three, and Lawrence only had two points. And then the Giants beat the Colts thirty-eight to ten, and Barkley only had six points for me. And Daniel Jones, on the other hand, had all the points for the Giants, and he was on Bobby FC, so. I was just kind of, uh, you know, wondering what was going on here this week. But uh, I had some other guys step up, I guess, and it all worked out for me. Love it. Love it, love it. Uh, <laughs> Logan's also here. I never introduced him. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing he's just staying quiet because I didn't introduce him. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about your celebration. Was that your idea? Was that uh, Chelsea's idea? Who who came up with the uh, shower celebration? I don't know if I need to say whose idea it was. Okay. <laughs> um, he might be on the call here. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. You know, when you achieve something that great, you never really know how the emotion's going to come out. So that's what happened. What a move. Logan thought he was going to win. Is, so, Logan, was this going to be your celebration back in all, September? This was your plan? All I'll say is after the draft, I went out and bought a couple of bottles of champagne and some goggles. And, it's just smart. you know, shit happens. And I just happened to be driving through Appleton. And I saw it sitting there in the car next to me. And I'm like, you know, at least it shouldn't go to waste. And so we we left a little present for Derek, maybe a bit presumptuous too, because I did drop it off before the actual championship, um, which may explain why it was a slow start for Derek. They got a little ahead of themselves, but uh, I'm uh, I'm happy for you, Derek. Congratulations! Great season for Bobby as well. Congrats to him on on that run. And um, yeah, I'm uh, I do think in the end, over the course of the playoffs, the uh, the appropriate team won the championship it feels like it did feel that way i feel like well this is two years in a row because last year was the same way like let's be honest uh corn cob tds kind of just rolled through (laughs) the playoffs but similar similar situation i do feel for bobby um but derek this was your second year in the league um do you want to say anything to those like i don't know some others on the line that have been here five six years and just have not been able to pull it together like how were you able to do it so quickly um, and get so no. much success? It's almost <laughs> no, like I, Luke Fickle. Yeah, just I, like no, coming I, in. I don't. I don't really want to rub it in. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I thought I had a pretty good roster and then I, I just went for it at the trade deadlines, what it came down to. And uh, the, the draft here in the fall is going to be interesting because I think I'm missing a couple uh, important picks. I went out and got Eckler and Kittle, so they weren't cheap. I was hoping you were going to sell and then you were like, no, I might buy. I was going to sell. <laughs> to be clear, to be clear, he's acting all modest and nice now. But right at the trade deadline, I approached him about Saquon, and he thought about it, and blah, blah, we kind of didn't really get too serious in conversations. And then he just randomly decides to be like, "Nope, in fact, I'm just going to beat you." And then that was how he ended our trade conversations. And so he's playing nice now, but he, he can be cutthroat when the time comes, I suppose. You have to be to win in this league, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, We really appreciate you joining the podcast. I know you're really busy with your celebrations and the fans are probably just all over you. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of media Um, obligations now. Yeah. So we appreciate the time. Um, Good. Or congratulations and good luck in the off season. Uh, We'll see you next year. Thanks. Kamish. Thanks, Logan. See you guys. Congrats. And scene. You do always appreciate the uh, the even-handedness, the level-headedness, the modesty Humbleness. that Derek oh. brings to to the conversation. And so, um, I'm I'm personally very happy for him uh, that he was able to to get the W and um, that he didn't. Uh, harass me too much as I fell apart there down the stretch. So congrats again to, to Derek and, and, and to Bobby as well. I think, you know, he had a, a, a nice little run to get there as well. And uh, good for him to, uh, to make that far, even if it uh, meant taking me out in the process. I fully, I fully appreciated Derek's uh, live celebration that we all got to see. That was, that was a very nice touch. Um, and also, hey, the the only other Vikings fan in the league uh, won something, so I think that's uh, as as the Lions fan and the Packers fan roll their eyes at me. Uh, I think that might be a good omen for what happens in the playoffs here. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Probably not. You're right. <laughs> probably not. I was also just looking. Daniel Jones uh, against Derek in the championship had like 35 points. So. That feels like that. It was really all that Bobby had. Yeah, it's really all that he had. Um, I do want to go back to Bobby for one second because we've always given Bobby so much. Well, we've got we've given Bobby praise for always making the playoffs, and we've given Bobby shit for for always losing the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that he made it to the championship was was great. You know, the score would have been much closer had Josh Allen played. I think we all agree that they he wasn't going to come back and win, but it would have been a, a closer looking game. Uh, and, and he pulled off the real upset that I think we were all hoping for in the semifinals, uh, beating the NWO. Um, so, you know, I, I think congrats go to Bobby on a, on a really nice season. And uh, sorry, Logan, that your you know, three best players or whatever it was, didn't get to play in the, in the playoffs. But uh, I think you'll be back in what, 2024. Is that the schedule or wait? No, I think you have, Four like middle to late round keepers. I'm sure Jalen Hurts is worth like a sixth. Debo Samuel, who you got for nothing, is worth an eighth. Somehow you'll keep Lamar Jackson, even though he was a first round pick, and 
you'll be right back in it. So. I'm done with Lamar, man. I can't. Like, that's a couple years in a row, this league mm-hmm. and another league, where I had it right there at the end, and then I ended up having to throw absolute shit out there because he keeps getting hurt. I just can't. I can't do it anymore. And so, um, yeah, that was disappointing. I should have known better. Well, and not that anybody really cares about real life football, but the fact that he's like his team's in the playoffs now, are they hosting a game? Maybe they're on the road against Cincinnati, but he's not going to play now. I mean, that's like a huge deal. It's, it's Kyler Murray. You no one cares about because he's on the Cardinals, but it's the same kind of thing where like, if you're amazing when you play, but you don't play 20 to 30% of the games, like, I don't know. And that's where like, I'm trying to appreciate a guy like Kirk cousins more, even though I still don't, but the dude's like never missed a game. Like that matters so much, especially when your team gets to the playoffs. Um, Same thing with fantasy. Like you're going to have to start. I'm the one who drafted Kyler Murray. He basically got hurt, you know, what a few weeks into the season it seemed like so hey, hey, hey. yeah you draft kind of you didn't draft kyler murray you traded oh, up for sorry kyler i murray. traded up for him i gave away that really valuable ninth round pick um i i think i have 20 picks next year so i'm okay with that still but uh i do want to point out too that logan started kenny pickett um in the semifinals after yeah just- is that an is that a violation that's a violation why is that a violation? Well, starting Derrick Henry is, isn't it? In the semifinals? Why is that a... Oh, in the semifinals. I thought you meant the the final game. What are you talking about? What happened in the final game? I don't know. I was looking at the semifinals. Just... But no, what happened in the final game? There was a third place game. There was Wait, a third a th- place th- game. There's a third place game in this league? Of course there is, and you played a guy who got zero points. That's got to hurt. Clearly, I was really passionate at that point in time. Well, so, the third place would have been nice because that wins $175, so ouch. That that was my next segue then into talking about how you couldn't quite get enough out of Kenny Pickett to beat freelancers. And freelancers, we talked about Bobby. Congratulations. Freelancers getting third place. I mean, just really, I mean, right. We should have him on here. We really forgot about his ad reads. We got to bring those back next year. Yes, we do. Um, Yeah. Congrats to freelancers. It would not have mattered. No, it would not have. That's why I didn't care. Anybody else. I mean, we start Khalil Herbert who got three points. Uh, Uh, Yeah. You didn't have any quarterbacks. Wasn't, you know, you were screwed no matter what. Wait, does that count as a game? Wait, I can. Okay. Sorry. We'll yeah, talk. Did that just ruin your Kenny Pickett? DP <laughs> I was say, is that a DP situation there? Would be, I would honestly quit this league. <laughs> I would be done. Uh, you're good. You only started him twice. So. Okay. Just the two most important games. It's okay. Year. Yeah. Um, anyway, while we're congratulating, let's finally congratulate blue 32 on uh, pulling off the toilet bowl over little buff boys who didn't really feel the team. Um, I don't know. Great job by Brian. First pick. Congratulations. Speaking of the first pick, congrats, Brian. Uh, first pick in the 2023 draft. Am I right, boys? It is draft season. That's where will this pick be made? Where will be? Where will he be stepping up to the podium to make this pick? 
is the question. Uh, yeah, that's that's the question. Uh, on Saturday, August 26th, I believe, is our current date. That's exciting. We have a date. Whoa. If it cool. happens. <laughs> all right, so what's the deal, Logan? You have all our rooms ready to go? Yep, um, everyone. I got yeah. us a deal. That's great. Um, it's like $800 a person. And yeah, so everyone just Venmo me. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna explain the benefits of the 800. It's just oh, that's hey, that's you. just a hotel room. Oh, that's just the hotel. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. There'll be added expenses as we go. Uh, no, I mean day? I think the the question is truthfully, <laughs> is this something that we're actually doing? And if so. Let's get something actually booked so people can plan accordingly and coordinate family situations and time off and travel and things like this to actually make it make it happen. And so I guess that's the question to posit to everyone. Is it actually happening? I would love for it to happen because I like going to Vegas, but I understand that it's hard to coordinate 16 people and what so what what is happening Someone yeah me. well we're not getting 16 that's not gonna happen let's be honest um but there has been quite the interest uh on the slack i i think i mean we've texted a lot about it i think there's 12 to 13 possible here and i think i think what's the i guess the question is what's the minimum that makes it worth it to go is it 10 is it nine is it eight is it 12 like i feel like we need a threshold kind of built in um to say this is going to be worth it to have this many people here i think if you have only half the league there it doesn't really work um but maybe i don't know i mean it'd it'd be fun no matter what but i mean i'm i'm all for it i'm excited about it but what would make me the most excited would be if we were actually doing like an in-person draft. Like what do we need to do to make that happen? And I don't even, I don't even know if like 10 is enough to make that happen, but like that would, that would be the, that would be the point for me personally would be to go there to make it a big in-person draft. And then, cause that, that to me comes first over just going to Vegas. I'm not, not quite as gung-ho about Vegas as Logan. I would certainly have fun, but would love it to be centered around an actual in-person draft and doing some creative or just fun stuff all in the same room with, you know, 10, 10, 11 of the owners. But that's just my thought. I don't know what, what you think about, what you were thinking already about how to handle the draft itself and what that threshold would look like. I think I would agree. I think if you're going to get people together, then the, you know, no offense to the MFL app or whatever that like yells at you and things. Like, Howdy. But it becomes respectful. <laughs> but I think it becomes a, you know, a actual draft board with the fancy stickers and people making their picks together in a room. And if you're not able to attend, you're following along on, a Google spreadsheet or whatever, and just entering in names that way. And that's how we have to do it. I think, um, 
I mean, yeah, technology whatever the number wise. is to like make that whatever the number is to like make yeah. that feel like worth it versus just an inconvenience, then yeah. um, that's where I think I think it is that if you get to double digits, then I think it becomes doable and justifiable to yeah. kind of to push that. I think you're right. I think technology wise, there's enough out there to. I mean, you could do literal stickers and then fill in a Google sheet. There's draft boards that Dan, I sent you a couple this year to be like, should this work? But it really is made for like an offline draft that you project. And then there's an online component to it that lets people follow along. Um, but uh, so I don't, I don't think it's a problem if there's, you know, three or four people not there. Um Obviously, it'd be frustrating for those three or four people, but is what it is. Yeah, I mean, well, really three because David's not going to make it no matter what. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> El- Elster has a bar mitzvah or something to go to. Um, but no, yeah, I I think that I think probably ten is is the is the number, and yeah, like we're a lot of us are on Zoom anyway, so like hypothetically we could be doing an offline draft already with most of us on zoom and there's i know every year there's a few of us that are in the draft room that aren't on the zoom we could easily get them in the zoom and do an offline draft that way um but anyway my point is like yeah but it's like if if it's eight and eight that's not to me the same thing Um, so so to me right now the numbers look like seven to eight people have really committed and been like yeah i'll be there um and one or or i think two have said absolutely not um so we have you know six people kind of sitting there i think if we get three or four of them we're feeling pretty good um and we'll see so let us know uh i i agree with logan and dan you've been saying it like we need to book and say this is happening otherwise it's not going to happen if i come in july and be like hey honey we're going to vegas like that's not going to work um yeah so let's, yeah let's, i think, let's I think as much as we all remember being able to plan a trip like a month out well some of us that was a lot longer ago than others but now it's like okay yeah it's it's seven to eight months out still but shit's going to fill up really fast and we all have multiple kids and we all have summer plans and that starts yeah. to get back into school. I know like some families will start school that week or a week or two before. So I, I appreciate, you know, I think, you know, Connor mentioned like, it's just not going to happen. That's totally fine. Like, I think we just need to make kind of decisions one way mm-hmm. or the other. So we get a real count on it. Cause we don't want to be like, Oh, we think we have 10 and then it all comes down to it and we end up with eight. Exactly. Yeah. That just, I mean, the one thing I also keep in mind for people is the timing is all up to you, right? Like draft Saturday, you want to be there Saturday. If you want to get there Thursday, Friday, early Saturday morning, like whatever you got to do, you can do. Um, and we'll figure it out. It's not like you have to go for four days. Is, is, um, there, a, is there a consensus on significant others? I mean, sure. Why not? Well, I'm not going to tell Jackie, like, hey, we're going to Vegas. And then it's just like her and like 13 <laughs> dudes just hanging out drafting. I haven't really thought about it because Whitney doesn't care about Vegas. But um, what does she care about? Yeah, like, sitting that would make it easier beach. if it's a Vegas trip. Yeah. 
air like sitting by the pool and drinking and relaxing for a couple of days that might make it an easier sell i'll tell you that much it, it is a real question though because like we, it'd be good to know that i mean sea city I, doesn't have an option so they have that yeah. built in right. <laughs> however they're both in the draft room so um <laughs> yeah logan it's a good thought i wish that my wife coming was even an option but she'll say no <laughs> so uh, well, I, I think Logan's that. just saying, is that all, is that a, is it like, like, do. is there a consensus that like, yeah. that's something that could happen because I don't oh. even know if Jackie would want to go. Absolutely could. Absolutely. I don't think we exclude it, but I also don't want to like make it a thing and then have yeah. her get there and be like, there, you this know, sucks. the no one, like what, what's going on here? That sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I, I think the odds are that Scott and I will be coming alone. Uh, so you could go ahead and ask uh, Paul and. A couple others. I, I'm, Scott, I, there's no chance Wit is going. Unless, unless we can somehow get Wit and Jen to talk to each other and actually agree to this. I mean, I, okay, I'm signing you up for that. Uh, that's fine. Go ahead. I'll take care of it. I'll, I'll make it happen. Jen at least knows that we're, we're talking about doing this and that it's a potential thing. Oh, yeah, Whitney has no idea. Know. No, she has no idea. <laughs> unless she listens to the pod. Well, in my head, I'm like, I got to figure out all my trips this year. I got all my trips. All your trips, yeah. Your golf trips. Um, anyway, well, that's that. Um, we don't have unlimited time here because I have to take off soon. Anything else on the 2023 season ex- or 2022 season? Excitement for 2023? I will just say that this season for me in fantasy sucked horribly in this league, but it was actually the most fun I've ever had because we had the just the rules, the, the way the season started with all the trades, everybody ripping on everybody about good trades, bad trades, trades that didn't make sense to us that ended up working out for some people. And I think we were pretty well engaged. The podcast was pretty great throughout the season, a couple little lulls, whatever. Uh, but hey, we actually did a season ending pod for well, the first time in like yeah. three years uh, or more. So that feels really good. Um, and like we've talked about and why we're even talking about Vegas, I feel like we have a really good group of people that is going to be in this long term. And that's why personally would be super excited if we got 10 plus of us together in the same room um, to kind of keep building the momentum on the league. So Logan, I, what do you think? No, I, I echo all that you've said. It's been a ton of fun to be a part of the, this league, everyone, the engagement, just the sheer number of trades even if they're stupid, it's a lot of fun. And you just don't see that in, in most leagues to that level of involvement and transactions and the passion and people caring about it is great. And so a thank you to everyone in the league for a really good year. Thank you to the commish for once again, putting up forward a lot of time and effort and energy into uh, keeping this moving. Dan for being a wonderful weekly guest on the podcast. It's been, it's been a pleasure. And uh, I look forward now that the sting of how it all fell apart is starting to wane just a little bit. I look forward to, you know, trying again uh, next year and the inevitable heartbreak when it all falls apart again on me. So I'm, uh, I'm excited. So thank you everyone. It's been a good year. Love it. I don't have much, much more to say. Love what we've been able to have here. This was the, what sixth, seventeenth, or eighteenth year? Eighteenth year, I think. That's kind of crazy. 
we've been through a lot, but uh, it's I'm excited to get through this first uh, like full year. We have the trades coming up and the keepers and all that, and um, never felt so good about the league, even though I've never hated fantasy so much. Like, fuck this stupid hobby, but um, I love the slack and the trades and all that. So yeah thanks to everyone for being so active and uh doing this stupid thing um one last note um should we chat really quickly about if the badgers are going to win 14 games next year or 16 games next year i think we might win the um, super bowl i think i think we've been <laughs> yeah. promoted to the nfl yeah are they going to win the nfc north next year that's this the is a new question. thing well, especially with with rogers getting traded it really opens the door to to them and then so that's right. uh, i uh yeah i mean what's what going a, on honestly. what a couple weeks to be a badger fan this is just insane and so much fun and I'm so unproductive and I am just waiting for the next bat signal to, to launch and to see uh, what the new, new little fun, fun little announcement that they have. And so they've already taken me for a couple thousand dollars in the past couple of weeks as a result of it. And I'm more than happy with it. That's for sure. So for those who don't know, uh, most of you probably don't who are not bad, although most of you are badgers here, but if you're not, uh, new coach Luke Fickle puts up a hashtag on Wisconsin and a short like 10 second video every time a commit or a transfer happens like a half hour before it's announced. And so that's called the bat signal. And you'd think like, haha, he did it once, but it's happened so much in the last few weeks. It's getting exhausting. Every single day it pops up. And then the next 30 minutes is an all out like, freak out of every badger fan i know to figure out like who it's going to be that's going to like well today it was dan who did the bat signal icon and i didn't know it was coming like we had no idea something was coming i just happened to see it like 23 seconds it was the first time i opened twitter all day and i i saw it like 23 seconds after it posted so of course i freaked out and then i spent the next like 37 minutes refreshing my timeline like literally on my phone i'm sitting here in front of my three screens in my computer (laughs) and they kept going dark because i was just all i was doing was refreshing twitter i'm like oh my god this but it's like an amazing feeling to know that and they just got you know their best wide receiver recruit of all time so no big deal yeah like it's just we're just like printing these guys at this point so yeah it's fun i think georgia set the record this year for when they went 14 games or 15 games First team ever to win 15. I, I can't, whatever, whatever the number is. First team ever to win 15 games. I think somehow we're going to pass it next year. I, I mean, I don't see why not. I don't see why not. I just, I'm the only question that I have is like, will we lose again between now and when Atticus enrolls at UW? That's, uh, that's a really good question. That's a really good question. I already know that my daughter's graduating before we lose again. That's she, she go. She'll be there, and she'll be there in nine years. So I think um, we got that <laughs> locked down. It'll just depend. I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. the year that we finally play like Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, USC, right. UCLA, Oregon, all in a row, we might yeah. slip up. You might get tired at one point because yeah. when you or score you- like sixty points a game, it gets exhausting. Well, and it's the back to back West Coast road trips. That's what. That's right. all. Good point. Yeah. yeah. 
Or you might just say, you know what? We have so many five-star quarterbacks that we're <laughs> going to throw this one four-star in just like in week eight. And he just kind of, you know, he only puts up 48 and we lose the Oregon by one or something. It'll be whatever like, the last game of the year is when we rest our starters for the playoffs. But, and yeah. you know what? And we just know that, you know what? Being the one seed or the three seed in the playoffs doesn't really matter that much because <laughs> by the time you get to the semis and the finals, it's all neutral sites anyway. So it's like, you know, we might as well. Well, and you're going to win those games, obviously. So it doesn't matter who you play. Yeah. No, really I just matter. I just hope that they don't go full Bielema and like go for two when they're up 80, you know? Like have a little bit of class and decency <laughs> when they're, you know, like destroying Ohio State next year. That's all. Just a little bit. That's all I ask for. Don't forget. Honestly, what I, I've, I've kind of thought about this, like the air raid, like how do you run the clock in the air raid? You're always going for points. Like we're going to score too many points. Everybody's going to hate us, which I guess I heard somebody call us scumbags recently. I know that was an insignificant person or or team who mentioned that but you know i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be tough but i'm I'm just glad we're we're realistic about things as you can tell um yeah you you don't want to get too high right so you just keep your expectations in check um and that's that well thanks for joining the pod Uh, i'm glad we could talk about that that's important to the league and uh yeah logan and dan thanks so much for being co-hosts you guys rock. You got it, dude. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.